This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. That is why as soon as I am reelected, I will appoint a real special counsel, or maybe you'll call it a special prosecutor, whatever you want to call it, you can, to look at all of these bribes, kickbacks, and other crimes, as well as the shameless attempt at a cover-up. Justice will be done. The Biden crime family will be looked at. Wow. I, I, I think you and I and Diener have seen almost every one of the Trump-released videos. I, I got to tell you, I think this is the... Uh, I think it's the strongest one, but but then you got to have to ask the question, don't you? Do you blame him? No, I what mean he's gone they, they've tortured this guy, as he always says. He flies over a blue state and he gets indicted. I, they, they're just throwing everything against the wall to make sure that he can't be the next president of the United States right. again the second time around. By the way, on the tail of that, yesterday the lead attorney in Hunter Biden's case, that Christopher Clark, did you see, he asked the federal judge to withdraw from the case. Why? Now he's a witness. He actually may have to be a witness against Hunter Biden. Is that right? Because he was the one who put together that plea deal that fell through. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, so uh, he's he's done. He asked. Uh, he yeah, said, he's the one, and they made him special prosecutor. Yeah. So uh, Christopher Clark is now. Uh, he used to represent Hunter Biden. He was his representative throughout the whole thing. He helped broker that big deal. It fell through. Now he could be a witness against him. Isn't that wild? You know what it is, too? And I'm sure this is part of the strategy. This is this stuff, especially when you combine it with the four different indictments, it's so complicated. How could any of us actually keep track of it? No. So the average person who's just trying to make a living and live a life goes, wow, there's four, uh, something about Georgia. I don't know. I must be guilty about something. It's true. You know, right. and and I'm sure that's doubt. part of the strategy. Well, and, and maybe that's part of the strategy with the Hunter Biden situation. Well, no, look at the Hunter Biden. This has been going on for how many years? We knew about his laptop how many years ago? Two and a half years ago? Oh, yeah. And yeah. and nothing has come of it. No. And and everything was there in, in, in video, in black and white or color, whatever you want to look at it. And all the proof was there and, and nothing happened to this guy. He's still wandering around. Preposterous! It's crazy, but uh, you got Trump. He puts a couple of boxes at uh, Mar-a-Lago. Oh, let's indict him. I don't. I don't blame him for being mad. Neither can I. But we've also, okay. Part of the argument was, all right, we don't want to get into this situation where we're just indicting every single president that's in office, and it'll go back and forth, and it's just this game of, you know, no one will ever run for office. But haven't we already crossed that line? Well, because you know, just the Republicans down the road could do this exact same thing to the Democrats, without a doubt. And well, it's just constant indictments and lawsuits and impeachments. If, and blah, well, blah, blah, if he blah. goes after him, does it finally end though? Do people finally say, "Okay, we had the Biden Trump, you know, fiasco for how many years? Let's end it. Let's not fight anymore." I'd like to think so. It'd be nice. In reality, I don't think it'd happen that way. I, it would be nice if it did, but I, I agree with you. Don't think it's going to happen. Well, I don't think this is going to happen. What? Michael Orr getting his. Uh, his payday for going after this two weeks. The blindside thing that's been all over the oh. news, I never thought we'd be talking about this two days in a row. Never. It, well, it, well, they keep on dragging it out. If you don't know, Michael Orr, who was the, the football player yep. in that movie, The Blind Side, uh, he was taken in by the Tui family, Sean, Sean and Leanne Tui, uh, given a very good life. Yeah. Odds are, if he weren't 
taken in by that family, he probably would have been dead by the time he was 18. Or, you know, he never – put it this way. He never would have gotten a private education never. with a private tutor. Never. He probably never would have played football or basketball. Uh, he never would have gone to college with a private tutor. And I, you go back and, you know – you just look at the cost of what it takes for you to raise your own child or, you know, maybe you're helping out with your grandchildren. And you look at that and this family took this kid in and he was a big kid. So, you know, he ate a lot. I'm sorry. That that plays a huge oh, no, role as no, well. That's, no, that's no joke. The food, what the food bill must the have been. The food sure. bill was, but they gave him a private tutor yeah. for all of high school at a private school that God knows what it costs. Then the tutor, they got her an apartment at the co- Where did he go? Tennessee? Forget where it was, Mississippi, whatever one it was. was. Old Miss, Old Miss, wasn't it Diener? Is it yeah. Old Miss? So he goes to Old Miss. They get an apartment for the tutor to go to school with them for four years of college. I'm like, are you kidding me? So you have your own private tutor, so you can pass to make sure you can play football. And then he goes to the NFL, and now he's suing this family, saying that they cheated him out of. Hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it is, millions of dollars. He didn't want to do the movie. He didn't agree with the movie. And, and now he hates him. Now, if they did this, it's, it's horrific. Oh, and I he agree deserves everything he's asking for. I get that, right? But right. that's the point. Not all the facts are in. Nobody knows anything about this. And yet people are chiming in now. Get this. They want Sandra Bullock, who played Leanne Tui in the movie The Blind Side, which I'm sure a lot of people listening now saw. Right. They want her to give back her Oscar she won for it. <laughs> this was her at the time of the making uh, of the movie. It's almost like the universe created this family, got it going. They were doing great, and they were having all the success and the joy in the world, but something was missing. Huh. At <laughs> least for Leanne Tui. I mean, because she—if you—if you—if what was said in the movie is actually true, she was instrumental in saving Michael Lore's life. And I believe that she was. Yeah. I mean, come on. They, they want, people don't even know. They just—and I'm telling you, I said this before the first time we talked about it. I swear to God, there are people out there that think Sandra Bullock is the mom, like the you're real pro- Sandra Bullock. You're probably right. It was a role, people. <laughs> it was a role. So people who play mass murderers. You know, like right. the guy that played Jeffrey Dahmer in that Netflix film. And he probably, I think he was going to win it. He should have won an, an Emmy for it. I think he did. Uh, or he will when they actually have it. So he's a murderer in real life. Come on. It was a role. It was a great role. I won an Academy Award, for goodness sakes. This is really one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Wow. People, and a lot of people like calling for her to give back her Oscar. Oh, you know, shut up, with, people. With no facts. Nobody knows anything yet except allegations. Oh, you know, even if the allegations are true, why would she give back her <laughs> Oscar? So dumb. It was a role. People, it's acting. That's hey. why they call it that. It, they, she's acting. Speaking My of acting. God. What was, what was Indiana Jones' favorite animal? Oh, he hated uh, what it was snakes, and they're in every movie. Snakes. Everyone. <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? So, does, the, does Harrison Ford, the actor, again, let's separate the character from the actor. <laughs> what does he think about this award? They just gave him an award. They named a snake after him. A whole new species, Jen. Well, isn't that great? What kind yeah. of snake is it? Is it like one that's going to kill you? Uh, I don't know. They found it in the Andes Mountains of Peru. I'm okay. not going to even attempt to give you its scientific but name. isn't it wild that they find a new species of snake I, yeah, today? Right. I mean, come on. 16 inches long, yellowish brown with Ugh. black blotches. Sounds horrible. <laughs> Copper colored eyes. Ooh, <laughs> he's evil looking. Mm. I don't know if it's dangerous. I'm going to assume yes. 
Wow. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, Harrison... Anything with copper-colored eyes is dangerous. Uh, makes me nervous. Harrison Ford has chimed in. His comment was, the scientists keep naming critters after me, <laughs> but it's always the ones that terrify children. I don't understand. I spend my free time cross-stitching. I sing lullabies to my basil plants so they won't fear the night. And then he said, in all this seriousness, the discovery's humbling, blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much. And he went on to say that it was nice that they did it. That's great. But he had a, I thought That's it was pretty funny. funny. I sing I sing lullabies to my basil <laughs> plants so they won't be afraid. I just, I like that he cross-stitches. That's fantastic. That's pretty cool. So good for him. I'm glad he had a funny response to it, at least. He's, you know what, he's, he's really funny. It's, he is. Unfortunately, his new movie did not do him justice. No, it did not. Did you see it? No, not yet, but I saw clips. Yeah, it's, it's not good. I'll wait for streaming. Yeah, well, I told you. Both two. Gina, uh, you didn't go see it, did you? Okay, good. All right. You actually listened to me. I'm shocked you actually both listened. Well, it was just happenstance. <laughs> we were busy. <laughs> oh, you had to go see Oppenheimer and Barbie first. That's right. Okay. Uh, there's actually... Tech is giving us some good news from the disaster in Hawaii. It's helping some people out with an iPhone feature of all things. It's pretty cool, though, this iPhone feature. Might actually get me to get an iPhone. I was thinking that. All right, we got that. More. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Thanks for being here as always. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Uh, Jennifer Correa said it right there in the forecast. First day in a long time with no heat warning, heat advisory. Isn't that nice? Because of rain, but listen. But still, we'll take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it without a doubt because... Right. It gets to the point, and all I ca- yesterday I was outside for a little bit, and I kept on thinking there there are people. I'm sitting here complaining, and there are people on roofs right now, oh, I know. or paving roads right now, or working construction, building a house, building something, something to do with outside, or those electrical guys. By the way, have you seen them? You must go by them every day on I-95. Yeah, they're I don't know. They're changing the lights, or they're putting in new lights, or they're rewiring things. There's two guys up in these buckets along I-95 on the on the inside where the median strip is or the, the cement strip. And I'm thinking, they're, they got to be 40 feet up in the air. And it looks like they're like forever up there. And I'm thinking, you're crazy. I'm always thinking, please, people, pull over. Don't go to the left lane I yet. know. It drives me crazy. I, I watch know. people speed by. And, you know, they got a highway patrol trooper there. Like, But that never stops anybody from hitting things. Exactly. So it's like, God be with these guys. But still, I'm thinking, you're way the heck up there. You're closer to the sun than I am. It's brutal. So... Still hot enough, so take it easy out there. Uh, as bad, and speaking of brutal, as Maui has been, and Biden finally addressed it yesterday, and it is bad. Uh, recovery and search efforts are, are pretty rough. There is there is a bright spot to this thing. This is pretty wild, and of all things, a tech feature from the new iPhone is helping people and saving lives out there. Yeah, I guess this one family uh, posted about it because they said had it not been for this one feature, I guess they, it's on the iPhone 14, which is the newest one, right? Yeah, so, I, which means I have that. Oh, so they said if, test you, it out. if you don't have it, just refresh your iOS or, or update it or whatever it is mm-hmm. that you can do. On it. Actually, I need a new phone because mine's starting to do glitchy things, and I may actually switch to an iPhone because Wait of this whoa, feature. Wait a minute, it also has to do with the fact that I can never read any of the text messages or videos or anything you guys send me. I am not. I don't know if we are prepared to deal with you learning an iPhone. <laughs> I, I I remember Windows 10. <laughs> I that get was, news for you. It's going to be horrific. <laughs> it will be. It actually not. It's so intuitive. It's, it's easy. I know. That's what my kids say. And then they give me their phone, and I'm like, which way do you go? I I know. I've been an Android user all my life, so it's going to be difficult. Diener, this means she would actually get our like uh, emojis and stuff instead of the black little question mark box. It drives me crazy. Yeah, I get these little figures, and that's it. 
Well, more importantly, that means that we wouldn't have green text messages anymore, which is, <laughs> we could finally all be blue. What's wrong with green? You oh, got the, what's wrong with the green text messages? So displeasing to oh, the shush. eye. I always get on Kristen about this, too, because she has Android and everything. Like, just, well, what are you doing with the greens? I always tell her, get the iPhone already. Come on. I, I want good pictures. Ah, Hello. Baloney. It is a good camera. It's a great <laughs> camera. But it doesn't have this. So last fall, Apple added a new emergency text feature. It lets you text 911 even if you don't have a cell signal. And how important is that on Maui right now? And that's exactly what happened. They said with the fires, what it did was it wiped out the emergency system. So people couldn't even call. It went out, All the cell phone towers were down. Everything. Got, because they had no electricity. Nothing worked. Uh, only iPhone 14s do. That's the newest one. And like you had said, Jen, you might have to update your iOS uh, to do that. If you try to call 911 and can't connect, a button pops up and says emergency text via satellite. And then it kind of directs you. So it's the actually touchscreen button. So you, oh, okay. it's kind of simple. It would know what you do. And then the on-screen instructions guide you through it. So it shows you where to point your phone to a satellite. It gives you like directional capability this, to the sky. This has to be Elon Musk's satellite I, system. I, I would Isn't love it? to find out if this is Starlink related. Yeah, it's got to be, it's gotta right? Because that's the whole point of Starlink, that you have access to the internet, or in, in this case, satellites, uh, the internet uh, across the globe. Right. So that's probably what it was. And if not, he could send a satellite that way. I, I think. I don't know. I hope so. I just, I love the technology. See, this is great. This is where, for all the complaints people have about modern day phones and everything, this is great. This is what, but this one family said that's what they did. But you said what? It takes a, it takes a little bit longer than a regular text, right? This is so funny to me. Well, you got to give it time. The write up here in the article we're looking at says you got to give it a little time. The text may, t- may take up to 15 seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't you remember dial up? <laughs> oh, God. And we're complaining about 15 seconds now. <laughs> You talk to kids about dial-up, they go, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but what, it, and wow. it sounds insane to them. Like, you used to put the phone receiver. First of all, what's a phone receiver? You used to put it into a little doohickey, really? Yeah, really? And you so, had, oh, with God, this feature on no. uh, emergency wild. services, this is what it does. It lets you contact emergency services, tells them your location. So that's that, I think, is great. They posted, I guess somebody who posted this feature also posted a picture, the screenshot of them. There were five people in a van being rescued because of this feature. They were able to send out a 911 and I guess they dropped a pin as to where they were so they could find them. I that's think pretty that's wild. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Good job, Apple. You're not kidding. Very good job. It's a, it's a really good job is what it is. There's no doubt about that. Give them credit. Yeah. It's like, wow, okay, I'll take it. I might have to get an iPhone. Okay. I'll do it while I'm on vacation, I'll see though. see you doing so that. So my kids can teach me how to use it. How do I? <laughs> I can eat two months from right now. We're going to be sitting in the studio. Diener! How the hell do I send a text? That's what's going on. Remember we had the story we told you on Monday about the overnight sensation, who's only gotten bigger, by the way, the, by the way this Oliver Anthony guy. His new video yeah. made me cry. It's, I was like, wow. It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful video, what he says, though. Uh, Oliver Anthony is his name. He is a Virginia factory worker, and he came out with the song, Rich Men, North of Richmond. Right. Number one on iTunes still. It's massive because it's a song about the working man and how everybody feels left behind these days. He says, well, in reaction to it, I, I'm just hoping that it's, it's a message of positivity, even though I'm complaining about stuff. Yeah. 
And he said, but he did this video. I guess you said he was at that farmer's market. Yep. And it was driving back from the farmer's market. And he makes some reference to it. He thanks them. He said, you know, they've been gracious enough to host me. He goes, whether it's 20 people or 25,000 people. And then he says, this is what I hope my song does. I was like, wow. He's I, very insightful for a young guy. I really like this guy. I really do. I think he's, I think he's great. In fact, he, uh, Kind of says exactly that. He goes, even though we're complaining about stuff, as a song of positivity is what I'm trying to do. We've really let ourselves focus too much on hate. We still want to hate each other. We want to find reasons to hate each other. In this moment in time, when so many people are feeling the same frustrations, it would be wonderful to capitalize on that and just use that positive energy to help other people in your life, maybe people that are different than you. I think yeah, it's great. He said, I wish know, he rolled up the window, but it was Yeah, nice. well, he was in his car driving. I'm yeah. thinking, keep your eye on the road, too. We'd just stop looking at the phone. <laughs> right. But he also says, he goes, you know what? We used to be nice to one another. He said, even in, he goes, you know, small towns, usually you see that. He goes, but that's even starting to fall away in small towns. He said, yeah. what happened to just helping out your next door neighbor? We don't do it anymore. We're building, building the wrong kind of walls. Yeah. That's for sure. All right, well, we've got rapid fire. Catch you up on what else is going on in the world. Minutes away, just past the bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What the heck is going on in the world? Well, we'll try to tell you here. We'll catch you up on headlines. Rapid Fire. Jen's kicking it off. Okay, I am going to start with a Florida dope story. Just Please because do. I found this so fascinating. All right. A local pastor was one of multiple people arrested Uh-oh. for their alleged involvement, his alleged involvement, in a Home Depot theft ring. Oh, boy. Well, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody says Robert Dell, a pastor at a Pinellas County, the Rock Church, was the name of it, and founder of a halfway house for those recovering from drug addiction. This all took place in St. Petersburg, was arrested for operating a multi-million dollar theft ring. A ring? A ring. He would take, he and four of his associates were arrested. They would hit uh, Home Depot sometimes five, six times a day. They would steal things like the DeWalt. How long did it go on? Oh, this is going on two and a half years now. Oh my God. Now here's the thing. What they are alleging is that he took the people who were in his halfway house and threatened them with horrible things happening to them unless they stole for him. This guy was not a man of the cloth. I'm sorry. He's a literal ringleader of a crime organization. He was. Now here's the gutcha. This is what caught my attention. uh, They said he stole over millions and millions of dollars worth of equipment that he would then sell online on eBay under the name Anointed Liquidator. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) They said uh, (laughs) he amassed uh, up to $5 million in stolen merchandise. He's looking at many, many years in prison. Well, I'm glad they caught up to him, but how did they go on for so long? That's a great question. They also arrested his wife and kid. They were part of the deals. Kind of like, was that the one that show you used to watch where they used to launder the money? They bought the city. They went to a little small town. Oh, Ozark. Ozark. Yeah. That's that's what it reminded me of. Uh, The Rock Church, by the way, refuted Ashley Moody's claim that this pastor still worked at the church. They said he has nothing to do with this church. He never founded it. He doesn't preach here. He does nothing. We fired him two and a half years ago. And he claimed he was a man of God. Yeah. So, But I just thought his little thing of anointed... <laughs> I was like, oh my God, the anointed liquidator. What a dope. Wasn't that horrible? You're right. Sure, He's a Florida dope. Wow. Yeah, wow. 
not much to report on the Trump Georgia indictment. Not a lot going on there. You know about it already, except this, I guess. Uh, the former president and the 18 other defendants will be booked at the Fulton County Jail. So now all the news organizations are doing like exposés of the jail and like what oh. the conditions are like. And this is, I saw one headline, this is where Trump could possibly be behind bars. What are they going <laughs> to throw him in jail for like uh, five minutes? And, and just, that's when they take him grabbing the bars. Right. That's the mugshot. <laughs> Come on. Like, yeah. Right. Uh, that's the, the million the dollar shot. The walls are closing in. Um, <laughs> officials Jeez. there are saying they expect all 19... Uh, will be processed and fingerprinted. Defendants can turn themselves in at any time. Oh. I was hoping, like, your idea yesterday at this time, you said they're all going to come off a yellow bus. Yeah, they're going to pile Trump's up. the way. He's like, come on, everybody, <laughs> let's go get fingerprinted, and they will all go have a nice lunch. Either that, yeah, he'll go to the, the local McDonald's and buy for everybody like he usually does. <laughs> I don't even need the menu. I know the whole menu. That's funny. Uh, tr- uh, Trump team. Team Trump has not yet disclosed the plans regarding booking or arrangement, and why would they? Why would you want to publicize that? Yeah, but, you know, the Fulton County Jail is going to tell you the exact timeline. So I did see this. I saw an overhead shot of the area. It is totally blocked off. Like, there's blocked off roads, and there's like... Already? Uh, this is where I get petty. I would wait until the last possible moment moment on the 25th, next Friday, and uh, let them suffer. So show up at 11.59 a.m. Because yeah, it's not? got till noon, right? Right. Let that city pay this extra expense and the security and all this other crap. And they don't even have the money. I, yeah, it, I heard they don't. Isn't this the same city where, where's the, the rich section? Elton John has a condo there. Uh, that's, uh, oh, I can't, Buckhead. Buckhead. Buckhead wants to secede from Atlanta and, and start their own city and put their own police in force. They because they're the ones catching most of the bad people trying to rob them. Atlanta's a mess. Yeah, so it's, uh, well, it's going to be a big mess when Trump shows up. Hopefully he'll have a lot of his own security people. Oh, oh boy, sure the cameras will. will be there. Oh, that's you're not kidding. be quite the scene. Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, guys, I'm going to go all sports here. Ah, right. yes. are you talking about your favorite soccer player who's already I, bored to tears? I will, but I'm saving it for last. Okay. I don't think he's bored, actually, Jen. I'm going the other. I think he's actually quite enjoying dominating everybody, honestly. It's, he looks like a... Uh, he doesn't look bored at all. He looks like he's enjoying himself. But like, I'm going to save that for a second. Mm-hmm. Because this one, this is something that we have talked about, I guess, for the past couple of weeks. The possibility of the Washington Commanders. It's oh, a great story. Oh, yeah, changing their name. <laughs> Going back to the formerly known name as the Redskins. Now, this isn't just like some fan, you know, a group of fans who have put together a petition to get the old name back. This is a Native American group. Who oh, is says, it really? Yes. Who have come out and started this petition, what, two or three weeks ago. Yep. It's got a lot of attention. They're actually calling it a tidal wave of support. This Native American group is receiving to restore the Redskins' nickname <laughs> to the Washington Commanders. Wow. Again, a Native American group wants the Redskins' name back. Now, do they have support of other Native American tribes? Now, they haven't said that, but I don't know. Maybe the other ones are, are kind of staying out of it. But they said their petition, the wording in it says they demand the NFL franchise bring back its proud symbolism in hopes to put an end to cancel culture. Yes, Yes. Wow, that's awesome. I'll you say know? it again. Just like when all they started to cancel Indian names on teams and high schools and stuff. Nobody put their team logo and name on a helmet to disparage them. No. You're bragging about it. You decided to call yourselves this name. You didn't mean it as a sign of disrespect. Right. No one did. Yeah, it was <laughs> more of, you know, uh, paying homage to that yes. name or that group or whatever. So I... Uh, 
Well, we'll see what happens. You know, we were kind of joking about wow. it a couple weeks ago, saying that's never going to happen. But this is getting a lot of attention. I, I don't ha- know. I'm looking it up now, the petition, which, by the way, is, Diener, it's the Native American Guardians Association, NAGA, which is interesting. Wow. Uh, the hashtag is reclaim the name. It's near. It's right under 100,000 signatures. Really? And how many do you, I mean, feasibly for the team to look at, the new owner to look at changing the name? I think they've already got their attention, honestly. I mean, yeah, it's I'm not sure. going to happen this season, but maybe the question is, next year. did they throw away the old uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Because then they could just save them, <laughs> use them again. It was an awesome uniform, too. It, it just was. was. The uniform colors they had, yeah, those like were awesome. That dark gray, the burgundy. Oh, oh, oh nice. gorgeous. Yeah, it was yes. pretty. So I, even I liked it. So here's the was, new owner, though. So do you get a honeymoon phase as a new billionaire owner? Because he's like, <laughs> Goodell calls him. How's everything going? Hey, <laughs> so my fan base is telling me they want that old name back. You remember what it was? Yeah. How is that going to go? So, Goodell, do, do the other teams have to approve it? Owners? I don't think so. Or does Goodell have to I, approve well, it? Goodell has a say. Oh, the Goodell NFL. will have a say. Yeah. And he doesn't want the heat, and he's an absolute wimp. So I don't think they're going to get, no. Oh, that's bad. If people want it, then bring it back. They we'll clearly see. want it. They yeah. do. So, we'll never see. understood. You know, it was against a couple of college professors. That was it. Right. Yeah. And they go to Harvard or Stanford, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought this was a cute story, and I'm okay. thinking this is dedicated to all the teachers out there that don't have to deal with this. School starts. It's back up in Palm Beach County. I think yeah. it starts, is uh, it this week? It starts Dade. today. Today and is tomorrow? Uh, Broward, Broward starts Monday. Monday. Yeah. Anyway, they're starting, and it's already in Martin County in Okeechobee. But anyway, school starts in the U.K. later this month. An elementary school in the district, in, there's one district in Scotland. It's called Invers, Inverclyde is the area. <laughs> Did you see this? I heard about They this. are starting the new school year with 17 new sets of twins. Oh, God. 17 sets of twins, but oh it's not a record. Eight years ago, the same school district had 19 sets of twins. What? Apparently, first of all, what's going on in the water? I, they yeah. apparently it's an area known for cranking out twins, so they oh. say. I, I don't know if it's you know they're using infertility drugs or what are they're doing, but double the Scots. Can you imagine wow. you're you're the kindergarten teacher yes. and you have six sets of twins in your class right. and you can't tell them apart? I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, all right, I, I quit. <laughs> I'd no, be like, no. They need they'd to have to wear name tags all year. Yeah, yeah on their heads. Yeah, something. <laughs> You need to do a scientific study over there. That's actually incredible. It really just, is. Like, statistically wow. speaking. Angus, Ian, <laughs> which one are you? Come on. <laughs> Jen had this before, but I find it fascinating. For the first time ever, TV accounts for less than half of Americans' viewing time. It's all streaming now. That's, That's it. Something. You know what? Say goodbye to the networks. And it's from Nielsen. Wow. They, they rate this stuff. Uh, traditional cable and broadcast TV made it up less than half of all TV watching and we used to think this was just kids, right? All demographics. Yeah. We've all either cut the cord and just we're going online and or we're just going I, to the streaming services. Honestly, God, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched network television. I, the streamers, like Netflix and YouTube, grew to 40% of the audience. All TV audience. 40%. Let me ask you a question. Sports. Are they on streaming as well? Are, they, are a lot more games showing up on streaming channels? Well, they, start, they started with Amazon, and now look at YouTube, because yeah. YouTube 
has uh, Sunday ticket now, right? So that counts, right? I got news for you. I think that's what they're they're eventually going to do is go to all streaming services. I, I think that's what's honestly saving networks right now. Are there sports? It contracts. may. It really may. It's expensive <laughs> for them to produce, but right. it, but it brings in the most ratings. That's what it's. That's what's happening. Wow. So, well, speaking of sports, I'll finish off where Jen and I left off before. Jen thinks Messi's <laughs> bored. I think he's having the time of his life just destroying for the competition. Now. But the fact of the matter is, regardless whether whether or not it, which one is true, this Inter-Miami team is the worst team in Major League Soccer. Think about the NFL, okay, compared to that. The worst team in the NFL, and all of a sudden one guy joins and they end up winning the Super Bowl. Uh, now, what do you at, mean? We saw it. We it was saw Tampa, Brady. Tampa, Tampa yeah. Bay. I was going to say, what happened? We look saw that. that. We that's, already saw it. That's what's happening here. So midseason, Messi joins this Inter-Miami team, worst team in the league. They've won all six games he's played in. He's scored nine goals in six games, including another one last night. And they've advanced to the finals of the league's championship really cool. on Saturday. Good for them. He scored a goal from the parking lot last night. Yeah, he did. Was you th- see that? It was 30? like 35 feet. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yards. Yards. Yeah. You, you watch, you know what? You should put that up on our, our page or on our Facebook or something. Because to watch him play against these other guys... It looks like a professional playing high school kids. It's incredible. It's, it's incredible how yeah. good he is. He's going to get bored and start smoking on the field. I'm <laughs> telling you, he is. He's going to get fat. He's going to get out of shape. We're going to find him at a bar oh, before no. a game. I win with one leg. <laughs> he's going to be at live and everything. He's so much better than everybody else. It's, it's amazing to watch. It really is. He's an incredible player. We've got some headlines coming up next, including this. A follow-up for a story we've followed for a long time. Remember the six-year-old kid that shot a teacher in Virginia? She's fine, yes. but... There's a follow-up to this story now about the mom of this little monster. She's evil. And more coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Yeah, speaking of the text line, on the app or the regular text line, you're, yeah. you're more than welcome to keep chiming in on this. If no one's, no one's cracked the code yet to figure out what Joe said this yesterday. But then, when I signed the bipartisan infrastructure again, which... The bipartisan, I think he says infrastructure. He's trying to say infrastructure. I'm telling you, there's another word in there he's trying to get out, though. Bipartisan, for sure. We hear that. Play it again. You got to play again. All right. Okay. Good luck. I've heard it 15 times now. No (laughs) clue. But then, when I signed the bipartisan infrastructure again, which. There's something in there. Infrastructure law? And he said infra law? What did he say? Oh, the hell no. God almighty. In other news. Please help us. There's a follow-up story to that. We followed this story, I think, for a couple of years now. Remember the teacher in Virginia that was shot by the six-year-old kid despite all kinds of warnings, as it turns out, from many teachers? They went to the school district, and they said, please stop this. And they said, no. Even the kid in the class that the kid had before, the one where he shot the teacher, that teacher reported him because he tried to choke her to death. Yeah, well, he's a little animal. He jumped on her. Yeah. Well, the mother of the six-year-old who shot the teacher is pleading guilty to ah. a state charge of felony child neglect now. Oh, really? Color me surprised. Deja Taylor's son shot teacher Abigail Zwerner at school early early this year. Wait, that was this year? Yeah, beginning of the year, wasn't what? it? What? Like January, February? Oh, I get, that's why I got confused. We're hearing the earlier stories from years ago. With right. The he was, kids his kids have been a bad seed for a while. Well, now you know why. She had wounds to the hand and chest. She's going to be okay. Oh, Taylor's sentencing on federal gun charges and the newest state charge. This new one will go, both going to take place in October. Now wow. you know. Now you know why this kid was like what he was. Yeah, I mean, did anybody watch this kid at all? No, that's horrible. Not a lot of parenting there going on. Oh, jeez. But you know what? In a situation like that, I, I'm not into child services taking kids away from anybody. But if this kid's life was that destructive, right? 
Because, I mean, I think everybody in this room, the first comment was, how does a six-year-old, number one, know how to fire a gun? Right. But more importantly, how does a six-year-old have the wherewithal to say, I'm going to go kill somebody with a gun? Well, and, 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 then, and that's what his intent was. And then now all the uh, subsequent reports of what he said afterwards. Yeah. He, he told the one teacher who went running in the room, yeah, I went and got the gun. I shot the, mm, <laughs> dead. And then. He thought she was dead. And when the first when, when the story first came out, I was like, wow, that's shocking. Six-year-old had a gun. Wow, that teacher, she's going to be okay. I'll get that. And then you find out multiple teachers had asked the school and the district, please protect us from this kid. Let us search the, no. No. He was like Damien we in wanna, The Omen. We don't want to get involved. Don't, they were telling the school district they know there's a gun in that kid's backpack. He's been taking it to school. We know it's in there. Let it's us grab six. it or do something about it. And, and they said, no, no. No, no, no. We don't want to get sued. Don't harass the poor little child. Yeah. That's right. Well, we don't want to get sued. And look, you almost killed some teacher. Now she's in, what is she still in the district for like $40 million? She's going to own that school district. I think so. She should, rightfully. Who what kindergartner, kindergarten teacher gets worries about a kid shooting them? I mean, I can understand somebody, if, if the school is infiltrated from the outside and somebody, a bigger person comes in, yeah. not one of your students. Yeah, that's not this story. A six-year-old? My God. Well, that, that woman, I, I, it, does she have drug, she must have drug issues, right? I don't know. She's got some kind of issue. Now she has legal issues. Wow. Well, they'll lock her up for a long time. But this kid's, you know, what happens to this kid's future? You know, it's already, you can't charge him. He's only six years old. Right. It, it, is there enough counseling in the world to fix this kid? I don't know. And you don't want him to be, you know, no, he spend his childhood in jail, but still get him some help. Get him help, and hopefully he can get reformed and he'll have a nice life. Right. You know, I mean, he's very young, so I'm sure they can probably save him at this point. I don't know. That's, that's a creepy story, though. Isn't, isn't it? it? That's probably one of the creepiest stories we've ever told. And we've told a lot of creepy stories. It's horrifying. It's, it, he's like Damien in The Omen. Remember how evil that child was? Oh, yeah. <gasps> Terrible. Remember the dogs? No. <laughs> Don't remind me. I, um, I hate all those movies. Give me heebie-jeebies. Speaking of movies, they're trying to take Sandra Bullock's Oscar away because she happened to play the mom in a movie that's now controversial. This is, this is insane. Be, this is the stupidest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. <gasps> Almost but, as bad as what Harvard... Did you see what Harvard's doing? No. What oh, now? Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Great. Just Great. wait. <laughs> how much is that a year? Oh, about 75. Okay. That yeah. and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I believe we have a compromised president. He was bribed and now he's being blackmailed. He's a Manchurian candidate. That's why Crooked Joe is letting other countries walk all over the United States. He's afraid to bring it up. He doesn't want to talk about it. He's petrified of China because they know exactly how much money has been given to him. And they know exactly where it is. Well, they're calling it Trump's Manchurian Candidate video. Oh, wow. It's probably the most vindictive video he's ever released. And we've seen a lot of them. I think we've seen every single one of them. But then you got this. After what they've thrown at this guy... Uh... Does it seem kind of justified? Hey, I, can you blame me? Four, four indictments, and all four seem to be based totally on frivolous things. Uh, as even, who was it yesterday? Uh, was it Jonathan Turley? No, it was Alan Dershowitz said, mm -hmm. I used the same defense when I was on Al Gore's team 
against all the Florida election officials when they were remember they were questioning the results of the Florida election oh, yeah. between Dershowitz, Al Gore and, yeah. and, and, and Bush. Remember Dershowitz was here. He right. led the charge and he said everything we did in Florida is about what Trump did in Atlanta, yet he gets indicted for it and I got a book out of it and made millions of dollars. <laughs> I was like, Okay, that makes sense. Trump goes on in this video from yesterday, and it's something to behold. I mean, he, he's flat out saying that Joe Biden has always been on the take and is compromised because of what he owes to specifically China. He, he describes what China has gotten out of the deal. China has paid him a fortune. Just think of what China has gotten for all that money. Biden shut down my administration's initiative targeting Chinese spies in the United States. He shut it down cold. He let China off the hook for COVID. He shut down the investigation into the origins of the China virus. He did nothing as China began setting up bases in Cuba, taking over South America, and threatening Taiwan. Okay, now when you oh, hear wow. when you hear it listed like that, even if maybe a month ago you thought that's just a conspiracy theory, he's not just letting China get away with everything for it. This is just bad policy. But now you hear it. Now what do you think? Yeah, wow. Sounds a lot more plausible now. Well, you know, especially when it's somebody that's been there before and knows how the inner workings are. Because what do we know about international politics? Right. You know, I don't know. I know squat about it. But here's a guy that dealt with it. He's the one who also said he'd stop the Ukrainian-Russian war in the first day within 24 hours simply by calling up these world leaders. So he knows exactly what's going on. It's 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 it really is crazy to think you take his name away from it. He wouldn't face any of these indictments. No, absolutely not. Not one would have been come down the pike. And there's only one way that this even happens. First of all, it's him. And the second thing is that, well, we know what the, the Democrats are trying to do. This is like a last ditch, desperate effort. And also, if you had a fair media, this wouldn't have happened. Right. And also, if you had some people in his own political party that actually worked for worked with him. This wouldn't happen. Or had some guts and backbone? Wow. Please. Unbelievable. I don't see Kevin McCarthy doing any jumping jacks these days. Yeah, no kidding. Talks a lot, but haven't, hasn't done much of anything else. Well, here's this week's non-traversy. If it wasn't such a slow news week, would this be going on so far? But the I, I thought it was going to last like one day in the news cycle, and that's it. The Michael Orr blindside allegations and I, on the movie. Yeah, I think the only reason it's still alive, it was such a big movie. This it would was have been, huge. you know, this would have been like right after Pretty Woman came out. Everyone said, "Oh, you know, the hooker she played killed five people." <laughs> you know, it's, it'd be if it were based on a real story. So uh, the same kind of situation. The background is the same story we had yesterday. Michael Orr, the real ex NFL player who who's was the subject of the Blindside movie. Right now, he's alleging through an attorney or somebody else, without anything proven yet, that the Tui family, which took him in again from the movie. Uh, they had a conservatorship he got tricked into. He didn't get any movie money. He they, they took money from him. All these horrible allegations, which, if they were true, that is a horrible thing. It is horrible. It is horrible. But according to Sean Tuohy, the father, the only way they could adopt him, and it had to do with the fact that his father wasn't around or his mother didn't sign papers or his age. It was a number of things. They could only take him in. Under a conservativeship, they couldn't take him in as his adoptive parents, and that he knew it from the beginning, at least according to them. Family reps already disputing this, saying it's not true whatsoever. No one knows it. There's no facts. Okay. Nobody knows any facts but allegations. Other than about two years ago, the family and Michael Orr had a falling out. Right. 
And so maybe this is based on that. I don't know. Maybe that's what the falling out was about. He found out that they were taking all his money. Well, the geniuses on uh, comment sections of social media got a hold of it. You know what they want to do? What? Make Sandra Bullock give her Oscar back that she won for the blind side. <laughs> this what might, does th- this one might have to be. Do I think we've reached pe- that we've reached peak stupid. This is this is amazing. This is as dumb as, and I think it's based on exactly what you said that people actually believe Sandra Bullock <laughs> is the mother or the adoptive mother of this kid. I don't want to believe that, but I think it's. I think I it's think happening. you're right. She played a role. She played the role of Leanne Tui, the woman in real life who took this kid in, <laughs> Michael Oren. So it's it's and and maybe they overexemplified, you know, Leanne Tui's role in this guy's life. Uh, yeah, but, they might have. I'm sure you know in did. the movie because I mean that's what they do with movies. But it's a role. So anybody I can and I brought it up before. Anybody who's ever played a mass murderer, you're going to go after them because they played Jeffrey Dahmer yes. in a film. Yes, they won't let they won't let you move in next door because you played Jeffrey you, Dahmer. No, they want to send you to the electric chair. It's like, come on, what what is wrong with you people? Oh, this is just, so stupid. This is the, one of the dumbest things I think I've ever heard of. I, and, I, and and it's like there's a lot of talk about that. This isn't like one or two people making a are you kidding a viral me? TikTok thing. No, there's a there's a lot of calls for this. Okay, and this poor woman. No offense against Sandra Bullock. Her partner of many years just died, literally oh, like yeah, last that's week. True too, right? So she is dealing with losing, you know, the love of her life, as she called him. She took care of this guy while he was sick, you know, in 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 private. No one knew what was going on. And she's got to deal with this nonsense? Please. I would I would be walking down Beverly Hills Boulevard or whatever the hell it's called, Rodeo Drive today, carrying my <laughs> Oscar high and proud and saying, I'm keeping this damn sucker. You're not getting it back. It's even Well, this was, here's somebody that's chimed in now. Now, not the real Michael Orr, the guy that played Michael Orr I... in The Blind Side, <laughs> that actor. What he, is he saying? He's now saying, leave Sandra alone. Oh, good. Well, good. At least he's protecting her blind side. Ah, that I was like good. That. See? Ah, that was ah, nice. You know. I see what you did there. Okay, I'm going to ins- Do I have time? Not right. a lot. Oh, how much time do you got? <laughs> no. Nine, nine, nine right. seconds? I, I'll insert. Okay. In the meantime, I'll find out how much it go- costs to go to Harvard. Because what oh, they're doing- Oh, that's right. We didn't what, get to that. I'm that's sorry. all right. What, no problem. What they're doing right now, I, I read this and I went, no, this is this is a joke, right? And then I went back and I read it again. I think it costs like out of state, eh, 75 grand if you're going to Harvard. Oh, well, in-state. It's a private school. It's oh. about 75 grand. This is grad school. So I have to go see what grad school costs. Oh, it's got to be more. You think it's more? I, yeah. Doesn't it? I, I don't know. I don't, I'll go look. See if I can find some answers. We'll figure that out. Uh, a couple of more headlines, too. Latest out of Hawaii, too. And it's all coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I apologize because I try very hard to keep my speeches between 15 and 18 minutes. But I got to talk a little bit about Hawaii. Oh, Joe Biden finally addressed Hawaii <laughs> yesterday in a speech. Dr- yeah, that's right. There was some late. That was the in greatest the part. Between 15 and 18 minutes. <laughs> She laughs. I'm dying. I'm like, that is hysterical. He was talking about federal funds, all the help they need. I, I won't be going to cause a dis, you know a distraction. Blah yeah, blah yeah, blah. Yeah, but he yeah, finally, yeah. this is the first acknowledgement uh, of the Maui firestorm 
and he, he addressed it during the speech in Milwaukee yesterday. Well, that's because while he was on the beach for the umpteenth time yeah. in Rehoboth this past weekend, and some reporter caught up to him and said, well, what are you going to do? You're going to go see Maui? And his comment was, no comment. And everyone was, like, incensed. How could you just say no comment about a whole island that basically half of it burned down? It's unbelievable. He's, he's pretty callous at times. And I think it's honest to goodness when they asked him that question, I don't think he knew about it. Or he had forgotten about it. I think you're right. Hawaii Governor Josh Green in the meantime, he says over a thousand first responders from around the world are helping out. Um, you know, they, they're looking at they're trying to ship in temporary housing, too. But because of where they are, where although they are so, there's such a massive military presence on other islands. Throughout True. Hawaii, though. I mean, on the big island, you know, you got Pearl Harbor and it's probably one of the biggest, you know, seaports as far as sure. our Navy bases go. Still. But still, those are Navy ships. Those aren't cargo ships. You know, have you ever watched them load a cargo ship? It's a long time. So you you see them loaded and you see them, you know, maybe 10 stacks on top. What you don't see is how much cargo they put below the deck. Right. They put in twice as much below the deck than they do above the deck. So if they're bringing in, say, you know, FEMA's going to ship campers or mobile homes, they could fit a ton of those on a cargo ship, but they got to get them. They got to get them to the port. They got to get them on the boat. The boat's got to get all the way to Lahaina. That's gonna. It takes weeks. It's not like this is going to be a turnaround operation. So you have forty five hundred people as of today who are homeless and have nowhere to go. They're in you know school gyms around the different Horrifying. islands. They're in you know shelters now hotels. The first two hundred people have moved into hotel rooms across various islands in the in the Hawaii, which is wonderful, but. You really can't – on a tourism island, how do you tell a, a hotel hotel person, oh, by the way, we're going to take over your hotel? You can't because they need that money coming in anyway. They're going to need a lot of help for They're a saying, long time. Right now it stands at about $7 billion. It is the costliest and deadliest wildfire in modern U.S. history. That's horrible. There are 106 people are dead. That's horrible. Ugh. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to cheer you up and send you? I could not find what it costs to go to grad school at Harvard. Well, it's about seventy-five. You got the G's. undergrad, right? Okay. okay, so I would add, I would add five or ten to that. Okay, Harvard University, which is known as the richest college on the planet. Sure, it is now in a school flyer, reminding its grad students: guess what? You can apply for food stamps. <laughs> You're kidding me? No. Uh. <laughs> Harvard's endowment now Harvard's endowment fund is over 50 billion dollars. One Harvard student tweeted, "If Harvard were to take one fifth of its endowment, it could pay every grad student on campus nine thousand dollars over their current wages." Yes, right. And, and they're, they're encouraging us, their their grad and, population to. Oh my God! And you want us to apply for food stamps? And you wonder what's wrong with the Democrats? This is what's wrong with the Democrats. Because that would no Republican would tell you to do that. I'm sorry. The, let me ask you this. I don't know the answer for sure. Is the, is the food stamp system still where you got to go to a center? Oh you no, know, to get your stuff. No, no, no. You can. They give you a cart. You know what? And in, in, in fairness to the food stamp, they don't call it food stamps anymore. They call it something else. Right, I, right. I can't. Th- you get a card, like a charge card. Okay. So you don't because what was happening before is you would have stamps or you would have a, a, a something that. 
made you stick out. You had to pick it up at like a community center. Yeah, or now something. you can go to most you know Publix or Winn Dixie or I don't know about you know Whole Foods and places like that. But most grocery stores take it. You know, Walmart's and places okay. like that. And but it's a regular card that you just swipe like anything else. Okay, but still, at some point, a Harvard kid. With a, f- a food stamp, we'll call it that card, has to go into public, right? Mm-hmm. Somewhere, venture in to use it. They're in Cambridge, Mass. <laughs> yeah, one of the probably richest, richest cities around, yeah, of well, Boston. But there's still a, a very, very big, like, underserved population right there. Okay. So how is that going to go? <laughs> when some Harvard kid takes the food stamp card, which is still recognizable, and goes into the community to use it. Right. How's that going to work out? On his bicycle. On his you're, electric bicycle. You're going to have Harvard <laughs> kids getting the crap beat out of them. They probably will. And rightfully say, so. well, hopefully, if this Harvard student is anything like the rest of the Harvard students, they, they'll agree with him or her. I don't know if it was a guy or a girl. But how would you? How, they got a $50 billion endowment fund. My God. And they're telling their grad students, go out and get food stamps? The odds are, if you're going to Harvard, you're either there on a full ride or you can afford it. It's just that simple. <laughs> and you don't need any more handouts. I'm sorry. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness gracious. You want to talk about clueless. Wow. And you know what? Go get a job. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, well, and even this person and I'm said, sure a lot of them do. The grad students usually work as like, you know, teacher's assistants. They're professor assistants. They, they work in a lab for a professor. They teach some of the classes for professors. They get paid. They're paid, you know, students. All right. If, if you think that's a little bit too much to take, you could always go to a different kind of school. How about Arizona State? Why? Because they're offering a psychology course. Oh, okay. About Taylor Swift. Huh? <laughs> Do you remember the uh, commencement address she gave to NYU a few yes. years ago? You can't carry all things, uh. all grudges, all updates on your ex. Uh. Decide what is yours to hold. That's what she does, though. Well, you, it's worked I, out for her. I was going to say, look at all the grudges you've held. You've got like ten best-selling albums because of it. Uh, but the, the killer was people, you know, gave her grief for that speech. She identified so well with all those college kids. It was oh, scary. I, oh, absolutely. It was every, every one of those college kids could say, "Yes, I've stalked an ex for at least six months." You know, I, it killed me watching her do this or him do that. <laughs> She's so true. So, but the psychology. What do they look at? It How, is. It's. Um, Psychology of Taylor Swift, Advanced Topics of Social Psychology. It actually sounds kind of fascinating. I know it sounds like a, like a basket-weaving course and it's a joke. No, I bet you it isn't. It would be, I would actually love to take that as a sociology class because, you know, the effect she has on it. And it's, it's mass marketing. It's, but you look at the effect that this one woman has on how many millions of kids across the globe. Oh, yeah. And adults. It's not only kids. It's adults as well. But it's it's mostly younger generation. Nobody else has that effect in the music world today. Right. But her. I uh, mean, who else fills stadiums like she does? She sold out SoFi six nights in a row. 70,000 people. Arizona State's news site says the course will use Taylor Swift as a semester-long example of Different phenomena, gossip, relationships, revenge. <laughs> oh, see, now that's the one I would want to oh, take. Oh, I want to, yeah. I, how does her revenge work? She writes a song about you, or right. a whole album, depending right. on how bad it was. I changed my mind. I want to take this online. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, Rapid Fire again. Oh, cool. Coming up next in a couple of minutes, just past bottom of the hour, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We'll- Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, let's catch up. All of us together at once. Jen's got the first story. What's going on? No death and destruction, just 
horrible crooks. Uh-oh. Oh, just as room? bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to figure out if I ever bought a bottle of this wine. Oh. California wine company called Ocean Fathoms praises the water of the Santa Barbara Channel. Say it's the perfect environment for aging its wine. Since 2017, Ocean Fathoms has taken crates of its wine and thrown them into the channel itself. They say it has these incredible properties to age the wine. That and the flora and the fauna that attaches to the bottle while it's submerged make it the best wine in the world. So they say. So they say. They put it down there for 12 months. They take the bottles out and they sell them for 500 bucks each. Okay, so it's there's one, There's one particular problem. Since 2017, they've been doing this. Problem is, they never received the proper permits from the California Coastal Commission or the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, which turned that perfect environment into a perfect illegal one. Oh, oh here we go. On top of that, they sold the wine without getting a business license and without getting a liquor license. Wow. And they've been collecting taxes on these bottles of wine for five years, and they never paid a cent in California state oh. or federal tax. Brilliant scam. Uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Beverages, and Control of California seized 2,000 bottles of their wine and broke them apart in front of them. Oh. <laughs> and then they gave all the stuff to the recycle bin, which was nice. But now these two guys have pleaded guilty. Three misdemeanor charges. That's all they got. Now it's California. You know? Yeah. But I will say this, though. There doesn't sound like they're wrong about their technique about aging this wine. I mean, they might be onto something here if they just went about it the right way. Yeah, maybe they invented something. I yeah. don't know. Well, they each have to pay fifty thousand dollars to their investors. So, but they get away with three misdemeanors and a fifty thousand dollar fine. And the odds are these guys made millions over the past sure. couple of years. Slap so. on the wrist. Oh, yeah. they must have. They hid Nothing. the money already, so they're yeah. fine. Yeah. So, but anyway, if you have one of those bottles, keep it because it's going to be worth a lot of money. It's illegal now. <laughs> uh, help me sort through this. This is a news story that's just kind of come up, and it's kind of being portrayed as a feel-good story, and it's South Florida. Miami's top cop and a former city commissioner are being honored. Okay. Why? By Ukraine. What? Okay. <laughs> for their effort to help the war against Russia. It's part of a program called Guns for Ukraine. Wow. Okay. Didn't know we had such one. <laughs> Chief uh, Manny Morales appeared virtually at a ceremony. Uh, after the city official, uh, this city, uh, Irpin, in Ukraine, officially received more than 100 guns surrendered or seized as part of Guns for Ukraine. So it was a gun seizure program to take guns off the streets of Miami-Dade. And then they send them to the Ukraine. They send them Is to Ukraine. Right? <laughs> hey, you know what? Well, it, it, I look at it this way. <laughs> you get them off the streets of the United States and you send them to a foreign country. So the odds are they're not coming back. Yeah. I, I, interesting. Did you see uh, Zelensky there? Oh, no. What's he doing? He oh. came out with a video. Get one, critic- of the, one of the guns from Miami? Well, maybe. <laughs> Criticizing the uh, citizens of Kiev for going to nightclubs and going to beaches and hanging out at the pool, like all these like summer vacation videos. Oh, so he's up. acknowledging that. He is. Because I've seen a bunch of beach party videos from Ukraine, and I thought it was, oh, people are just making this up. I thought it was fake, too. I thought it was old video people were trying to pass off as, It's you know, real. It's real. People are actually what? just citizens what? partying in Ukraine like nothing's going on. Jen, like a rave. Yeah. I mean, they're hanging out at the pool. Like and, we're grand- send- and we're sending this country hundreds yes. of yeah. billions of dollars but, so I guess to fight real. a war. They're having I, a grand old time. Yeah, they are. And Zelensky uh, said, you know, we shouldn't be doing this. We should be supporting each other. I was like, Wow. Well, Apparently, that. it's like the East doesn't like the West, or the uh, North doesn't like the I South. I don't know, but I found it pretty interesting. It sounds like they're living uh, 
Well, large. Fun summer over there right now. We're Sounds sending like billions it. and billions of dollars. Is that where our money's going? Yeah, maybe. Uh, the Guns for Ukraine program out of Miami took about a year, which makes sense. Because a year ago, it was like, I don't think we knew everything we knew. And that right. was before the city of Miami knew we were going to send them tens of billions of dollars. 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 Hundreds yeah. of billions. But who knew there was such a program? <laughs> well, you know what? Kudos to Miami. I can understand. That's a, that's a nice program. They got to go somewhere. Send, the streets. Yeah. Right. Send them to another country. It's even better. Zelensky's walking around with some contraband Miami Liberty City gun with a serial <laughs> serial number scratched out of it. I, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wild times. Well, Jen. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Is yeah. it a lottery story? No, no, no. Oh. You have a new neighbor. I do. You do. And if you win the lottery, you might be able to move that right next to him. Do I like this person? I think you do. <gasps> Jason Aldean. Really? Country music star, superstar. Has bought a house in Martin County. Try that in a small town. Yeah. See? Is he on Jupiter Island? <laughs> that's, that's him. Yeah. That's that's the guy. Bought a house for $10 million on Hutchinson Island. A Hutchinson Island mansion for $10 million. Uh, that, uh, those iTunes wow. sales are going pretty well. Seriously, I didn't. Th- yeah. I didn't think he was like Hutchinson Island level. No, he's he's living there now. Seven thousand square feet. Him and his wife Brittany bought the house. Four bedrooms, six bathrooms, just about one acre oh, of has land. Four bedrooms and at seven thousand square feet. Yeah. Who There's designed a, this, Mike Brady? Uh, big, Possibly. Those are big bathrooms. <laughs> those are big bedrooms, Mike Brady. <laughs> hey, Ten. six kids, two bedrooms. Yeah. Well, so he's he's right on A one A there. Yeah. That's right. But it has to be gated. I'm trying to think of all the mansions I drive by when you go to the beach. All the mansions there? you know. Oh, yes. There's not that many. No, and they're all very noticeable, so I probably yeah, I mean, pass by this a bunch you, of times. You, 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 you see them. I think <laughs> it's the real estate that he's invested in. Boy, he's doing well, though. Yeah, how about that? And that's what it is. I mean, it's not like, look, 7,000 square feet is nice in four bedrooms, but $10 million for 7,000 square feet in four bedrooms? But like you say, you're paying for the real estate. It is a beautiful house, though. Brittany Aldean, I'm watching the video. She put up a video on What's the uh, outside Instagram. Of it like? It's not the one they decorate every year for Christmas, is it? No. No, they they, they just bought it recently, and now uh, they just moved in, and they've got all this interior in there, and Brittany Aldean showing it so off So when Instagram. I go to Shucker, she so could nice. be hanging out next to me? New neighbor. This would be great. That's right. He's, wow. He's, he's going to be waiting for you. He's actually going to show up and say, <laughs> I can ride my horse to his house. That's right. That's right. I'm coming over, Jason. Jason Aldean on Hutchinson Island. That's, That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. That yeah. is really cool. Everybody's eventually here. Mm-hmm. So true. Okay, I'm going to ask you all a, a hypothermical, as we say. Yes, please. If you could travel anywhere back in time to an historical event. Oh, Dean or I know what you'll say. Yes, you do. Or something of that nature. Where would you travel to? They asked 2,000 people this. All Americans, by the way. Where would you go? Bill? <laughs> I would go to Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona? On February 3rd, 2008. What happened? Oh, I... <laughs> oh, was that the 80 for Brady? No. Is that what the movie was saying? No, one? this no? was the bad one. Oh. This why would the, you go to the bad one? This was the Super Bowl that must not be mentioned. Oh, no. Well, why would you go and there? I would tell Belichick, do oh. not put Asante Samuel in that game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you would speak to him the night before like an apparition. Just bench him. That was uh, that was uh, the game against the Giants, right? Yeah, the first one. That was okay. He dropped a Super Bowl winning interception right in his hands. I'm yeah. sorry, I derailed your. Okay, stage. no, no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering why you would go there. Okay? I was going to say, and now I'm angry. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm trying to anger you. <laughs> I would travel back to see the birth of Christ, but I mean that works too. Okay, so. uh, the birth. Uh, just so, so you know, the birth. The top picks were go back to ancient Greece and Ooh. the Viking Age. 
Italy no. during the Renaissance. Yes. The Europe during World War II. Why you would want to why? be there is be the okay. Heck? I would assume that you would not die in any of these in- instances yeah, because this, this must Normandy, be as an observer. Normandy yeah. on D Day. Yeah. I no. don't think I'd want to be there. No. Follow the Berlin Wall. I watched it. The moon landing. Watched it. Woodstock. Okay. Birth of Jesus came in after all of those. Wow. See, I would go back even further. See, I like animals. I want to go back when dinosaurs ruled the Oh, I think Earth. you'd say Noah's Ark. No. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Noah's Ark. I want to know what happened to the poor unicorn that wouldn't come in after playing out really? that stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Poor unicorns. Just, just the thought. You can yeah, you're right. You, you can just be an observer and yeah, float around the event, yeah, right? Yeah, you're not going to die at it. Because so. I'd like to see. I'd like to go back to 1776, but I don't want to get shot by a mullet. No, yeah. you want that. <laughs> yeah, a musket, I, would, I should say. Yeah. I would love to see all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, stupid American criminals embarrassing us overseas again. But it's the French, so I don't really mind. <laughs> Two American tourists were caught having a sleepover in the Eiffel Tower. How the hell did that happen? Oh, they were drunk. Well, But still, where were the security guards? It's the French. <laughs> they took the night off. Uh, the security guards noted they didn't seem to pose any threat, but it's against the rules, so... Uh, they had to file criminal charges against them, a minor trespassing sort of thing. They'll probably be fine. There aren't any specifics on when they'll, what they'll be hit yet, but they were sleeping overnight in the Eiffel Tower. You're right. I don't know how it happens. And they were they were between the second and third levels. Okay, when you go up in the Eiffel Tower, it's in stages. Okay. And it, when I went, and it's probably changed now, you took this rickety old <laughs> elevator that went up like on a slant. It was more like a gondola. And then you'd get off and you'd have to walk across a catwalk to the other side of the Eiffel Tower and get up on another one. So oh. if they're, if that's where they're sleeping, wow. it's on that catwalk. It probably is. And they were so low, the guards didn't see it. Right. Well, they have a good story now. They're I, really I high, though. Yeah. If they had gotten, I mean, if they had rolled, they could feasibly, you know. Now that would have been a story. Rolled yes. off and oh my. plummeted. We never would have heard about it. No, wow. that's true. Well, thank you for no. the segue, Bill, because speaking of tourists, uh-uh. I'll finish the, off with the this. The French? No. Oh. no. Two Americans? White flags? No, no, no. no. Okay. Angeline and Richard... Both retired in their 50s. I suppose they did well in their lives. They realized that they could sell their house and live traveling for the rest of their lives by taking cruises. So they have decided now that it oh, is wow. cheaper. Oh, they, got, they got a lot of money. I guess. But they said it is cheaper to actually live on cruise ships than it is to pay for a mortgage. Yep. So they're just kidnapped. they've decided in their retirement to continuously travel for the rest of their lives on cruises. My wife Lauren would do this. Yeah, really? Yeah, she would. Would she really? Because do you remember we had the story about the uh, wow. 365 day cruise? Right, right. Basically, you live on it just like this. That's She's like, oh yeah, I do that. That's what they're doing. I mean, look, they have all the amenities, everything there that you need. If you got no kids, I mean, it's just like there. It would be less expensive. There, there are retired older people that live in a hotel the rest of their lives. Yeah, they well, just book the thing for a year. It, it's it's maid service. It's available so, restaurants, right? Yeah, right. but on a cruise ship, it's even better because you. I know. You know, you pick, you say you pick a, a you know no frills kind of one, right? And you get just a basic room. Well, you know, it's seven hundred and something bucks for ten days. And that's what they said basically. They've they've kind of got it down to around fifty bucks per day. They said so far they've hopped on various cruise ships around the world, including a 51-day trip from Seattle to Sydney. How about that? Wow. You're not paying housing tax. You're not paying property taxes. Right. Yeah. You get no expenses. No grocery bills. Right. Yeah. No, no, you know, All you they, got is a suitcase and some clothes. Yeah. Maybe you got to buy a new outfit every now and then. You're not paying for gas and car insurance or any They insurance? may be onto something, these I, ladies. It's not bad. It's actually pretty smart. Wow. No.
Yeah, but you know what? You, you're never in one place at the same time, though. So well, you get to see I it guess all. I guess you call your relatives and say, oh, I'm going to be in the port. Come right. see me. Yeah. Three times a year stops in Miami. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, so that's enough. That's I'll fine. see you then. We all know how family can be overbearing. So, yes, <laughs> it works. I think they're on to something. Not a bad wow. idea. Yeah. All right, coming up next, uh, the iPhone is helping a lot of people on Maui. We'll tell you how coming up next. And are you a uh, are you a waver in your neighborhood? You wave uh-huh. to people? You a greeter? Me? No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you might want to start. I wave to every. I stop and talk to everybody. I wave. Yeah, well, that's greeting. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. I, I, when I ride my horse, I go through the neighborhood and I meet everybody. All right, then more next. The Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. This is open to the Morning Show blog. Uh, 850wftl.com. You're going to see uh, this story that Diener put up there about a new iPhone feature that may have saved lives in Maui because it's on the iPhone, the new ones, the 14s, where it'll let you connect with uh, satellite service. If all the other cell service is down, you can text like friends and relatives, and it's helping out people in Hawaii. You know what it reminds me of? You know, if you ever had a cell phone and you turned it off, you could still call 911 with it. Right. So it's, it's, it's kind, kind of, of like, like that. that the modern day feature of that. But this is pretty, is it Starlink? Is it Elon Musk's satellite? Did we find out? I, I bet you it is Starlink, but I don't know. But it's, wow. a, it's been uh, helping people so far. And we'll leave you with this, a little sociological study. Okay. Are you a greeter in the neighborhood? Yes. I, I wave to everybody. I do too. I do it like out of spite sometimes. Oh, I just, when we moved in there, unfriendliest neighborhood of all time. Really? I insisted on waving to people. <laughs> I and then when you get a people. dog, they like you. Oh, okay. The average adult greets five neighbors a day. Oh, Okay. Well, if you live in a condo, it's probably a lot more than that, too. Yeah, it probably is. You know? Greeting neighbors is connected to a higher sense of well-being. You get more out of it than just being friendly. What do you get so out of it? So it's selfish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Makes you feel good because you wave to the neighbor? No. Uh, this makes sense. Old folks more interactive than the younger kids. That's a good idea. Well, it's probably because they're all in the same area. Yeah. Well, it's that. You go to Century Village, it's it's like a party at the pool. I mean, come on. Well, you got to check to see who's still alive. Well, you see <laughs> who's available. Come on, let's right. be honest. You, you go down to the pool at Century <laughs> Village, it's like, roll call. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, my God. So greet your neighbors, would you? <laughs> maybe the last time you maybe, see them. Maybe. <laughs> On that note, we're out of here. God, last time I let you do a good news story. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll hope to see you tomorrow. Take care.